Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right, it's another day. It's another episode of Your Daily Scrum with professional scrum trainers, Todd Miller and Ryan Ripley. That's Todd, I'm Ryan. We get together each and every day to help you get better with your scrum practices, ideas, skills, and all that stuff each and every day. Uh, like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Check out the description. Learn about Todd and I, our book, Fixing Your Scrum, the classes we teach through scrum.org. Leave us a comment. Let us know how it's going. Is this helping? Uh, we love hearing from you. All right, Todd, today we have uh, a topic. This is a question we get asked at least once a, a week. A lot. It happens yeah. a lot. So we thought, ah, let's just do a video. How do you become a professional scrum trainer? I think first from a, from a uh, tactical perspective, visit the scrum.org website. Yep. There is a application that you submit there, right? Yep. And you deal with the great people up at scrum.org to get you working through the process. It's a very transparent process. You learn a lot by going through the process, but from a tactical perspective, you go to the scrum.org website and you complete an application. Yeah. And then that application kicks off a process that can take six months, 12 months, three years. years. Mm -hmm. um, there are trainers that have gotten through quickly. There are trainers that have, that took a number of years. Um, but it's a, it's a great process. Like Todd said, you interview with a lot of people, you take a lot of the scrum.org assessments, you go through some peer reviews. And I mean, there's a, you can learn so much about the actual mechanics uh, through scrum.org. Mm -hmm. But I think a, a bigger question, or I think a more interesting part of the question is what do you do before you submit the application? Yeah. And so, yeah. Yep. So we got the tactical part aside. Uh, so what do we do now? Well, I, I think um, every journey is going to be a little different, right? I, Todd and I know, I think there's over 400 PSTs now, professional scrum trainers. Well, parking it. Yeah, somewhere there. Yeah, we know we know a few hundred of them, <laughs> yeah. give or take. Um, there's a lot of people we don't know anymore. But um, whenever we talk to people about their journeys, I, they're all very different. You know, a lot of people come in, Todd and I started as developers, and then we have a lot of scrum master, product owner, executive leadership, um, all sorts of that kind of experience. And we did that for about 20 years before becoming trainers. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so that might be an indication of where the second part of the answer is going. We spent a lot of time in the trenches honing our craft. Mm-hmm. So this is, I don't, and again, like scrum.org owns the process. Mm-hmm. They make all the decisions. Trainers have no input into who becomes a, a fellow trainer, right? So I, we can't, you know, unlike some other organizations, we can't block people. We can't throw up hurdles. We can't, mm-hmm. like we have zero input, right? And so whatever we say here will not influence your journey at all. Uh, this is just our general advice. Like it is all scrum.org's decision. Yeah. Um, but what I would say is we spent years honing our craft. Yeah. Years. Yeah. And and there's a lot of, when you say honing their craft, there's a lot because specifically just some advice is stay in the trenches, right? Yeah. Think about the stances of a scrum master and, you know, people will be like, well, I don't have practical teaching experience. Well, one of the things that you're supposed to do as a scrum master is take a teaching stance. And so before years before I was a PST, I had my own hand rolled scrum training stuff. Yep. You know, I worked in consulting, I worked for private companies and I would take that uh, you know, like a, a Agile 101, Scrum 101, how to be, how to write PBIs, how to do all the things. I had hand rolled stuff that I took a training stance on, yep. and um, I just made sure I understood what it's like to operate and be in a classroom. And so, I, I think that that's one that that's one thing I think that's unique that you're going to need to couple with your experience a little bit more. You do not have to know how to teach. And that isn't necessarily an easy skill to acquire. It takes time. It takes work. It takes effort. There's a lot of things that you can do from a facilitation perspective to help with that. Um, But that's a stance that you have to work on. You have to take. It is requirement that you have some classroom and practical experience teaching. So we always encourage you to take that stance when applicable as a scrum master or yeah, I had to get comfortable with public speaking, speaking mm-hmm. with confidence, mm-hmm. speaking accurately about the topic. So I did a lot of conference talks. And if you start out as a conference speaker, I mean, you don't get the the keynote stage on day one. So I would speak to audience of two to audiences of 10. Of I mean, I would just take every opportunity I could to uh, get in front of people. And that eventually grew into keynotes and larger conferences. And But I, I had to really hone that skill. Uh, being able to speak well, speak accurately, mm-hmm. speak precisely. So I spent a lot of time on my own. There's a great book, uh, Deep Deep Work by Cal Newport. I think you really have to do deep work on Scrum. Mm-hmm. You got to sit down and think about the framework, think about your experiences, You know, really process what you've done, what you need to do, and be able to speak to these things fluently and quickly. You cannot be... Um, slow on on an answer you know Mm -hmm. to todd's point when you're teaching you've got to have this stuff at the call like when we're teaching a scrum class if someone asks us about the daily scrum we can't pause and open up the the scrum guide we've got to say here's Mm -hmm. what it is here's what it needs to be here's what it's been in practice here where the common pitfalls are here are 10 ideas that you can try to make it better and it's got to be boom 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 and you Mm -hmm. only get there through repetition and deep deep thought right deep work and and so spending a year or so on that was was just more than that actually was, was absolutely critical yeah and then pair that with the fact that um you've got to do things like create videos blog you got to do the little things because those really are uh are they, those test your ability to be really precise right and i remember uh it was probably three maybe four years before i was a pst i had an expansive blog Right. And it was more or less that was a way that I kind of created a diary to some extent is blogging about my experiences, both positive and negative 
and I became a better blogger, right? Which I guess, you know, helps to hone that skill of precision. Um, so you were saying conferences, I was mentioning teaching, uh, you're just talking about just honing skills. Now I'm, I'm mentioning, uh, kind of, kind of take a step out of your comfort zone and doing some public things like blogging. Um, all these things are, all, all these things are necessary. Honestly, what, what I'm really feeling like, Ryan, like we're landing on here, you really got to want it and you got to really work for it. Um, uh, because it's, it, it, it's the process is not easy. Um, and so I feel like, I feel like if you have the desire, then it's absolutely possible. Yeah. It, and, and you just have to be ready for that long journey, right? Mm -hmm. This is, um, you're joining the most elite group of scrum thinkers on the planet. Mm -hmm. And I hope that I, and I say that with, with also a lot of awe and humility, right? There's a lot of people that we learn from in there. There, when I first joined, I definitely did not feel like I belonged. I don't know, Ty. Did you have any thoughts like that too? All the time, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's there's just some brilliant people in there that that we really are privileged to be able to to work with and have you know regular conversations with. I mean, this is a big thing. This is not a hey, I just took a Scrum class and the next step is PST. Mm -hmm. Like if that's and and what I love about the Scrum.org processes is they sniff that out very quickly. And they they'll they still love you and they're going to work with you, but they're also going to say, look, this is a multi-year journey and you're signing up, but it's so rewarding when you get there. And so mm -hmm. if you're on this path, uh, reach out to scrum.org, um, fill out the application, start that process. But keep in mind, like they are, there are specific things they're looking for. A lot of it is in the trenches experience and work. Um, they've made it very difficult to fake your way through it. Like it is... Um, it is, it is a real, it is a real process. And, uh, but it's also one that I learned a lot from going through. Totally. So we highly encourage it, but, uh, I hope we've set that bar high and that we've also kind of made it clear that this is not a trivial thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. cool. go get it. Good luck. Yeah. Get it. Leave us your questions below. Like perhaps we've missed a certain aspect of it. We'd love to follow back or, or circle back on this. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Never miss an episode. Check out the socials. We've got a lot going on on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Some videos are going to pop up. Hey, if you're starting down this path, the, the Scrum Framework uh, video series from us is a great place to start. It's free. It's fairly comprehensive. There's also a free EBM uh, set of videos that uh, should teach you that framework as well. Some merch is going to pop up. I mean, it can't hurt to show up for your interview with a Squirrel Burger hoodie, right? I mean, that, that shows you're all in. So pick up your stuff, um, watch the videos, like and subscribe, leave your comments, let us know how we did. Uh, story points are, as always, massive <laughs> trash. We'll see you next time. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and scrum on.